Hey there, Zlatko here. Welcome to What Is My Brain podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I get the opportunity to chat with fellow founders and business operators about their journey and how they got to where they are now, where they are going and how they're going to get there. I'm planning on bringing guests and touching on topics such as running multiple businesses, executing ideas, and just spitballing about random topics and current events. It's a casual conversation, and that will hopefully bring value to anyone that decides to listen. I hope you enjoy it. Thanks for tuning in. Mic check, mic check. Yep, it's working. Perfect. Hi, Sala. How are you? Hi. All good. It's uh, nice to be here on this side of the of the things. It's, it's weird. <laughs> right, right. It's amazing. Well, I really appreciate uh, having you on. I know we've been wanting to do this for a while and uh, you've been uh, yeah. you've been an insane, insane uh, partner in all this and building uh, the personal brand and everything. And so um, just really, really uh, grateful that you're finally here on the podcast. I get to actually thank you talk about talk with you about all the things that we talk about on a weekly basis. So, um, oh yeah, <laughs> it's gonna go there. It's gonna be endless rabbit hole. Though, right, so. right, right, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I want to just give you the chance to uh, because I know a lot about you, but whoever is listening, and yeah. I'm sure there'll be a few people. Um, give, give the people uh, a rundown of what you do, um, you know, where you start, anything you want to share oh, about gosh, yourself. Oh gosh, what I don't do. What you don't, what you don't do. <laughs> what the... I don't do. Yeah, maybe start there. plumbing, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Jeez, um, I don't, I really don't know. So hi, uh, everyone, I'm Sala Vastila, and um, I'm just used to be Sala or Sala at this point. <laughs> I know my name is very difficult to pronounce, so I am CEO and founder of Ainoa. Uh, I know the agency, so we are full-service uh, digital agency. We are focused, heavily focused on empathy and emotional intelligence, and we utilize this in uh, branding and marketing. So really long story, but my background is in graphic design. Then I studied business, psychology. Now I'm doing my MBA, so I'm a bit of like Salah of all trades kind of deal. And um I also, or we also handle uh, what is my brain podcast and Z's personal brand. So I'm kind of like the puppeteer behind <laughs> the podcast, <laughs> so to say. That's why I mentioned it's so weird to be on this side of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. You have to, you have to literally talk about the things that you do in like a third person almost. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love weird. it. I love it. Well, I first want to say off like thank you, thank you, thank you for everything that you've up, done up until thank this you. point. Like it's been, you know, like I, I tell you all the time when I either get some sort of feedback from somebody and, you know, whatever it is, it's just always really, really positive. Um, you know, I had a I had a really hard time in the beginning when you were like, "Hey, I need you to write out all these mission values and all this." I'm like, I just don't do that. <laughs> oh my like, God. I just, I just, it's very hard. I, you also, you also told me I don't write, and yet here we are. <laughs> how things change so quickly. How things change. So I know, quickly. I know, um, I know. It's, but it's no, weird. I uh, we, we we 
come a long way. We have really long way. We have, we have, and and it, and I feel like we haven't even scratched the surface. To be quite honest with you. Oh my God, no, no, we are just getting started. It's been uh, it's been slow, but we are slowly and steadily building at this point. So I'm really looking forward to see what we have um, coming out soon or the next year, early next year, most likely. We have lots of cool stuff coming out. So I'm really excited for everyone to see what we've been working on. Exactly, exactly. And so, um, but yeah, I think one thing that uh, that sort of brought us in, into the same wheelhouse has been the agency experience and, and running oh, yeah. businesses and different things like that. Yeah. So um, I want to kind of dig into that just a little bit about when you started your first sort of, you know, let's call it just a web business at that point, because I don't think either of us <laughs> really knew that we were going to go into this full-fledged agency style or whatever it is. I mean, I started off as a PM, as you obviously know. Um, so I just want to yeah. get an idea of how you started, what brought you into that world. And then I know you also sold your business and then you started another one. And so I'd love to uh, dig into that a little bit, because I think it's a really, really fascinating story. Yeah. Oh, geez. I don't know where to start even because we, we talk about this uh, before during our calls. And also when I asked you to write a bio and I helped you to put it together. So we really touched uh, just the surface what we both have been doing as entrepreneurs because um, it's really interesting. So what is really common for people like us, like entrepreneurs who are really into that and like building multiple businesses and, and stuff like that is that it just doesn't randomly start. You just one day just realize, holy shit, I've been doing this my whole life. Mm -hmm. You start picking up like those um, odd jobs here and there, like I mentioned to you, and now I'm telling everybody else. So when I started my first business, I was, I was seven or eight years old. So I made comics and I sold them. I, I printed, I drew my own comics and I sold them. I sold them to my classmates, to relatives. I went door to door. And then eventually I started selling subscriptions to my comic book magazine. So with both, what is common to both of us is that it just doesn't start like that. It's really difficult to pinpoint where it actually started because you kind of like being entrepreneur your entire life. Exactly, exactly. And so just to just to add on to that, I was literally <laughs> having a conversation uh, with Armina about this in the car the other day. And I don't know what we were talking about. And it, this topic came about like, how you know didn't have any money when i was in high school didn't have any of it yeah. stuff and you know what i ended up doing is that when that's when aol instant messenger was like this huge thing you remember like back in the day just like chatting oh, yeah. on on you know it's the, it was the yeah. the old the old slack like the old old yes. slack basically og yeah og and so i was <laughs> really really uh into the music side of things like i love discovering new hip-hop artists i love doing all of that but then I also, what I discovered when I got into building computers and going online and all these other things is that, you know, you can pull down some illegally at the time, very illegal, pull down <laughs> yeah, definitely. CDs and different things before they come out because people would pirate it, right? The, the record label yeah. releases it or whatever, and people just get their top quality stuff. 
So what I used to do, do you, mixtapes. No, no, but listen. So you said you said about like doing comics that way. So what I ended yeah. up doing is that I would go with my dad to the to like a like a computer store, and I would buy a stack of CDs, um, like one of those like where you could burn it, like empty CDs. And then I would go on my AOL Instant Messenger, and I had all of my friends on there. And then what I would do is I would say, Hey guys, I got the new let's say Eminem CD that came out. Um, who wants one? And then people would just be like, I want one, I want one, I want one. And I would try to sell them for 10 bucks a pop. And I would oh, literally yeah. go to school, have it all like set up perfectly. And then I would just pe meet people and just be handing them out. They give me money. And I was telling Armin, I was like, I used to walk around high school with like five to six hundred dollars yeah. in my pocket, just like a wad of cash. And um, and she was telling me, she was like, that's insane. Did your dad know you were doing that? I was like, he didn't give a shit as long as he didn't have to pay for my lunch yeah. and all these other things. He didn't care what I did at the time. Yeah. So that's where I think yeah. a lot of this stuff started clicking in my head. And now hearing you talk about the comics, it's like that's that's where it all started. Yeah, it's just really crazy for me. So I also done so many other things. So I was door to door sales girl for WD WWF um, back wow. in the days. Um, yeah, I was actually really good at it. So I got really good prizes because they handed out you know you could get stereos with a cd and cassette player in them amazing uh and then money as well so i was really good at that and then i don't remember what else so i i delivered papers then around when i was 15 16 ish i started doing graphic design uh, work as a freelancer so i i went to college or like junior college i believe it is um when i was I was 15-ish, I think. Yeah, and I picked it up really quickly and I started selling, you know, editing editing um, photos and stuff like that because MySpace also was a thing. So I also got into HTML and I programmed or I coded those custom themes and sold those. So I always kind of been like making cash. Um, but yeah, so I founded my first company when I was, oh my God, it's ages ago. I think I was 19 years old, 19 years old. Yeah. And, um, it wasn't a lot. So I just got some shitty office in very old building. I remember when I went there and I was like, this is the place. It was absolutely in horrendous shape. The rent was really cheap. You know, it had like gray dusty walls. There were spider webs everywhere. It looked really creepy. And there was also like lights flickering in the in the ceiling and it was like straight from the horror movie. But I was like, this is it. <laughs> this is this this is this is what I want to do. But I had really strong vision for my first business. So I my first business was also advertisement agency. And oh my god, I was so young when I started. I did so many stupid mistakes and um biggest of them all eventually, which I like to talk about a lot, is I burned out physically mm -hmm. and mentally. I burnt myself out. That that's been like my biggest lesson from uh, being an entrepreneur when I was young, and now I'm kind of like taking everything that I learned from that business ages ago to run this business that I have now. That's amazing. That's amazing. And, and let me ask you about like um, like your family in that case. Like how how did your sort of parent were they entrepreneurs as well and they just understood what you were doing or were they just like what are you doing like what are you getting yourself into what was sort of the pulse on their end when they saw you know you making forward movement and like starting different businesses like that 
Right. So my dad is an entrepreneur as well. So he is a taxi or cab driver. Um, he has been driving for, I don't know, 30 years or something over, over like that. So wow. he has run his own business. It's really impressive. He also had employees and and, and all of that. So he, he knows it. And then my dad's dad was also entrepreneur. My dad's mum's dad was entrepreneur my second cousin is entrepreneur my brother also registered a, a business lately my little sister wants to be entrepreneur like everyone in my family from dad's side are entrepreneurs so it was it was kind of like very natural um choice for me and my dad was super supportive uh during my first business that's amazing that's amazing see that's yeah. that's always uh it's always really inspiring because sometimes I feel like people get held back from that early on and they never get to express it. And then they get tied into a job. They go and work a nine to five and they never they're always yeah. yearning for that thing. They're like, man, I should have started that. I should have started that. When in fact, yeah. I, I, I preach this a lot, whether it's online or even or just around my friends. It's like just take a step forward into it and see what happens, because yeah. there's a very yeah. high likely chance you're going to fail. But there's also Absolutely. a very high likely chance at the same time that you might actually find yourself not only having passion for it, but also figuring out like, oh, maybe that's not the thing. But I found this other thing that came out of it that I actually enjoy more. Yeah. And it's like an ancillary you know, effect to just starting and putting your foot into the into the door. And I was and I preach this literally to my friends all the time. It's like, what do you have to be scared of? You go to a job every day that you don't know that that job's going to be there tomorrow. Like exactly. I was just talking to somebody the other day and they're they have a very high end job, like getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars. And he literally told me, he's like, I don't know where the company's going. And in a month I might not have a job. And I said, yeah, like, you don't have any control over other people's stuff. And I feel like when you just start, you 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 set that tone for yourself to say, hey, I'm feeling this on my own skin and I and I want to just kind of go forward with it. Even if it's, if it's making five extra dollars a week, it doesn't matter. It's that that drive in your men mental that just keeps you going. And I think that's really important. Yeah. It's also a really interesting topic that I've been uh, talking a lot about on my own social media channels is that what is failing after all, you know, like a yeah. um, lot of people say that if you decide to, you know, like, okay, well, running a business is not for me, I'm going to go back to nine to five because it works better for me. I feel that um, it's what I need. It's, it's more structured, it's safe salary and whatever. It doesn't really suit for me. And that they quit their business. And lots of people say that, oh, you failed as an entrepreneur. That's, it's, it's not true. No, no, it's not true. I don't understand where this comes from. Exactly. It's, it's really like part of our society. And, and somehow and, and I feel like how that's failing <laughs> yeah it's it's not it's, it, and it's and and I think that's the mentality right there you I think you just hit it on the head it's just you you don't need to give up one thing for the other I feel like that's where people yeah. sort of break really quickly yeah is they feel like I have a nine to five so I don't have time to do this but I do have time yeah. to be you know scrolling Twitter or Instagram or Netflix or TikTok for four hours at the, when I come home well, just switch that mindset and be like, what can I do for that even hour out of those five, four hours yeah. to move the needle forward and doing something on the side and and yeah. over like basically doing that until you actually see like, oh, man, I'm making enough money where I don't actually have to go to that job. I can do it. Exactly. That, you know what I mean? So it's very, yeah, very exactly. interesting. 
Yeah, I also still think that schools definitely should teach more about entrepreneurship. So I'm from Finland and we have the best education in the world. And so I'm really, really grateful that I grew up there and I got my education in Finland um, because uh, entrepreneurship was part of actually our um, school courses when I was I think in secondary school and also in my college it was part of the studies so we kind of like get to start our own business and we get to um you know look into hiring what you need to know about before hiring somebody taxes what kind of responsibilities you have laws everything bookkeeping so you get to kind of like get a deep dive into it and I really appreciate that and I think other countries should do that as well yeah, I, I, I think so, too. And I think it's uh, such a big thing. And um, and I think people almost feel like sometimes they need to follow a script when it does that. And it's it's really not a script. It's it's just doing it and learning as you go along. And it's just like anything else. You start playing sports. You're not yeah. great at it, but you keep going there and you shooting, keep shooting the no, basketball, was, keep shooting the basketball. And absolutely. One day you, you know what I mean? I was I was absolutely terrible at my first company. <laughs> I sucked. I really sucked. Yeah, we all did. That's the amazing part about it, right? Like that's I know. really struggle. It was like decision whether I'm gonna pay the electricity bill or whether I'm gonna eat this month. You know, like yeah, it was difficult. But I, I still live my dream. That's what lots of people don't understand or never get to experience. It's the freedom that comes with entrepreneurship, and then you know the possibilities. So endless possibilities when you become an entrepreneur and, and, that's and, the beauty of it and and meeting amazing people right like i think even yeah, just this also that. if this relationship here right it's like it's very hard to it's very hard for me to sometimes um sort of like connect with people who are just tied to their you know let's say they're nine <laughs> no, yeah. nine to five like we talk about this a lot it's like the mindset is yeah. just so different like i'll go out and i'll look at a product like let's say this notebook and I'm like, wait, why didn't they put like a thing for a pencil here? Or something? I know that's like, me as well. Yeah, how like, could I improve this? Exactly, the curiosity how automatically. How could I sell this? Exactly, yeah. exactly. The curiosity right away kicks in. I was like, I have a solution for that. Like, why don't we go to these yeah. guys and tell them to put a little thing here, and we can have a pencil with our like. I just went somewhere to go write some stuff down. And I'm like, damn, I don't have my pen with me. Well, it would have been nice if I just have it next. You know what I mean? So, and I'm sure there's yeah. something out there like that, but it's just that's where my mind automatically goes. So I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Definitely. No, I can relate to that. And also, like, that's what I also really struggle because I moved to UK. So this is my fourth country now. So I lived in Finland, China, um, US and now here in UK so this is my fourth country where I'm living in and I really struggled so I moved here after 9 to 5 job I worked in a big big gaming company where I also burned out but it's a whole another story Yeah. Um, but I just felt that you know like all that I'm I'm just missing out you know like I'm I have so much potential. It's just being wasted here. And that's eventually which started eating me up from the inside because I was like way too ambitious for that company and for that job as well. And um, I made most, most of my friends uh, from the nine to five job. And then I started here in the UK again as a freelancer actually in 2020, early 2020, right around the pandemic. I was like, you know what, fuck it. 
I'm never going back to nine to five. So I, I started again. I started as freelancers as a sole trader first. And eventually this year I registered Aino as a, as a limited company. But anyhow, so I I made most of my friends from the nine to five job. And it's it's like a completely different world now. I cannot relate to anything that they are saying or any of their problems. And it's it feels so, so small, you know, because when you, mm-hmm. you have the big ideas and ambitions and, you know, you're always looking to improve things or do better and whatever. And you are, when you're working for yourself, you have whole different motivation. It's really weird to, to explain, but I feel like I have been really, you know, kind of like doing some sort of like creating myself again if 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 you could say that right. you know like who I am I now and you know especially it's really crucial to surround yourself with people who have the same mindset as you it can be really difficult at first right you know. right and and i think uh i think the uh, what what most people don't understand too is like you when you surround yourself with people that are you know let's call it like-minded but when you surround yourself with those people i think that also comes with challenges and that also comes with another layer of things is like for example just simply working with you right i've been challenged to do certain things that i would have never done you know what i mean like (laughs) like let's take writing 100 percent. that's it right there (laughs) so i challenge myself and i remember telling you Mm. i'm like I'm having a really hard time sitting down. My focus is all over the place. I know. Getting anxiety. Yeah. I'm getting all these different things. And then you just start to be like, wait, what's really, you take a one step back. It's like, what's really, yeah. it's just me holding myself back. And so challenging yeah. somebody, I think actually ends up, that's where the growth I think happens. It's like, exactly. And, and I think a lot of people are afraid of that and that trumps everything else. They're like, well, I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to go to a nine to five and I'm going to just, yeah hope for the best, make my paycheck. And then, you know, I'm just going to go do the same thing every single day. Again, yeah. if that's your thing, that's your, that's There's your nothing thing. wrong with that. Nothing wrong. That's with that. absolutely fine. But there exactly. are people like us who just don't fit there. You know, like I, like I told you, I started to feel like um, I'm being limited here. My creativity is mm-hmm. being put in the box and I got labeled, you know, like um, emotional crazy and you know like stuff like this and like I I really suffered from really severe imposter syndrome when I Mm -hmm. got out when I burnt out and it's like I'm like I'm I'm a fraud (laughs) I don't know anything about anything and and you know all of my ideas are stupid but like look 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 at me now where I'm here so what I build is is just incredible I keep saying that to myself and reminding myself every single fucking day because yeah. now we are there's six of us now and just like a year ago it was just me right right it's insane that's and and that was that it, that's the that's the bridge i keep crossing myself every single time i turn around and i say damn in 2018 i just took this big swing and I just said, you know what, I'm going to go start this yeah. thing because I know what I'm doing as a project manager. Everything. I mean, yeah. I, I've told the story so many times. I landed a $30,000 project and I had no idea how I was going to get that project done. I didn't have a developer. I didn't. I only had a designer <laughs> that I knew that I was working on like a contract friend to friend basis. 
And it was just one of those things where I was like, well, I just got to figure it out at this point. I got the money's in the account, so I can't just run away yeah. with it because that's not me. No. We got to We got to yeah, no. bring results to the table and we got to bring this project to fruition. And wait, wait, but how how did you have the courage to take the job at the first place? If you did have the resources, I well, want to hear that. <laughs> yeah. And so that was the that was the thing. So I was consulting for a different agency at the time and mm -hmm. I was basically the PM on a lot of their projects. And then what ended yeah. up happening is that I was referred to by somebody else that I was working with saying, hey, this person's a good project manager. And then I took that and I went to this agency and said, hey, they want to do this piece and this piece and this piece. And they were just out of bandwidth. And I was like, well, I'm not going to let this opportunity slip me by because I, I really oh, yeah. want to do so this. So relatable. Right. Like, yeah. I really want to do this. Like, this seems like a really fun, the person I was working with over there at the company was really awesome. He was just like, yeah, just let me know what you need. It was like this really interesting opportunity. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I just went to the person that I was like, like I said, the, the relationship I, I built with the designer and I said, hey man, like, do you think you could just seriously knock this out of the park while you're working on the design aspect of things? I'm going to go work my ass off and find somebody to bring this to life once you're done with the design. Yeah. Like, I don't care what I have to do. Even if I make zero dollars on this, it's just for me, it's just getting something done because that's going to relate yeah. to, hey, maybe it's a good review. Maybe it's a good relationship that this person's going to exactly. get me a word of mouth yes. or whatever it is. Like, I just needed to yeah. get the vessel going. And it wasn't about me keeping a bunch of money. It was about finding the next opportunity to grow my business. Yeah. And that's when I just turned around and I said, hey, you know what, I'm just gonna do this on my own. And that's literally what it ha what happened. We brought the project to life and, you know, history from there. Yeah, I had a very similar like turning point um, in my, well, latest entrepreneurship career. Um, so I think I, I, I was, nine months in in being sole trader and uh just some random guy reached out to me via upwork and say like, hey you i see you studied psychology and art and you know like i might have a project where you'd be a great fit and you know like i couldn't see who was the client because it was enterprise clients yeah you know you don't see the name so you don't know who they are and I was like, well, okay, let's talk this through. And it ended up being Johnson & Johnson. Wow. The big pharma company. Yeah. And after that, you know, I, I just started getting jobs, more and more jobs, you know, because people were impressed. It's not that, you know, simple or easy to get that kind of contract. No. They, just, they don't hand, hand those just for anyone, you know. And after that, I really started believing myself as well. And, you know, like my working moral increased and so on. And uh, for me, yeah, the rest, rest is history. I started getting like way too much work and I couldn't keep up with it. And, and yeah, so That's I just realized that I have to start hiring soon. That's amazing. Yeah. And, and that's, it's like one thing leads to another and then you realize that, yeah. oh, wow, I've just actually built, uh, you know, I'm, this is way bigger than me now at this very moment and I need to bring other people in. And I always, and I always say, it's like, you get to a certain point, you know, I, we both obviously freelance in the beginning and started building yeah. that way. And so at that point, you're like, you're like in the machine, 
you're, you're doing all the things in the machine and then you realize like, oh man, like I don't know how to build the rest of this machine. I need to get other people in the machine and I need to be on the outside making sure that everything looks good. Like you become the person on the outside making the call, delegating, doing all these other things. And there's actually more pressure to do that than it is to actually work inside because you're now making sure that everybody's communicating with, with each other. This person yeah. makes sure that they get their job done so the next person can take it yeah. from them. So it just becomes this like puzzle that you're constantly having to shift the pieces it's around. It's a puzzle, yeah. It's a it's it entrepreneurship really is. is a puzzle that you're you're putting together as you're creating the little pieces to that puzzle. So you never know what's coming and you exactly. just say, Oh shit, there's a little piece missing here. Okay, clip that in, clip that in, and it just goes from there. Yeah, and it's like never ending puzzle. You're never really no. ready or done. Like even I'm I'm doing a master's degree in business administration at the moment. I'm still learning like so much, and uh, I have about one year left, and I hopefully should graduate. Uh, might be delayed because I'm so focused on my business at the moment. So yeah. it's just a piece of paper eventually. But um, yeah, it's it's a never ending puzzle. You always keep learning more, and you have to because um, our environments are constantly changing. Yeah. You know, like the pandemic, for example, alone changed a lot consumer behavior. Mm -hmm. So a lot of stuff that you learn prior to pandemic don't apply anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we, example, we, we realized that in, in the Shopify space, right, like everything went yeah. online, huge shift happened. Yep. Yeah. Also, more and more people are doing their research before buying yeah, exactly. Exactly. And and that comes yeah. with good and bad, right? That comes with, you know, the, the good is that now people, when you get somebody in the door, you're retaining that relationship, you're nurturing it, you're getting them to hopefully buy more. But then on the yeah. other side of things is that if you don't have that, they're gone to the next person, you're never getting them back because that person is yeah. doing something different. So no, it's, it's, yeah. it's incredible. It's incredible how you, you have to be on your toes at every, on uh, every single day. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, all the time. And also now that we are moving away from, from cookies and uh, tracking people, which is extremely creepy, always has been. Right. Um, so there are a lot of things changing just in marketing alone. Also, a lot of things are changing in, in branding and also um, empathy, which I'm really happy to see is that empathy is becoming a key thing in marketing and also in leadership. Yeah. Um, I do remember um, in my nine to five job, I was I was uh, slammed as being uh, sensitive, too sensitive, and now here I am turning it into my superpower. Um, it has helped us tremendously, you know, um, with clients as well, uh, to help to respond to their needs and really understanding their goals, what they want to achieve. And it's same same with any client work, really. You have to really understand the consumers more and more than ever before. It's it's crucial at the moment. Yeah, and, and I think uh, I just wrote something about this the other day uh, regarding freelance work and how I was getting jobs on Upwork. And one of, one of the biggest things that, that I couldn't emphasize enough is like, just be human. Like get on a call with somebody, yeah. show your face on a video call. Like yeah. it's easy to message back and forth, control C, control V, template, send something out and all these other things. 
But when you, I, I'm, I was very persistent about when somebody reaches out to me or I reach out to them or they invite me to a job, whichever way it went. First thing is, hey, here's what I do. Here's what I, but here's a link and let's schedule a video call so that we can actually, yeah. I want to, I want to get the, cause I might not want to work with you. Like it might just be yeah. both ways. It's not a one way interview. It's actually no. just because you have money doesn't mean that I need to grab that money from you or make that money from you. There's a thousand other people that I can go and work with or work for or whatever that might be. But let's get on a call. Let's find this energy. Oh, we're good. This person has realistic expectations. They're not, you know, their head's not in their cl- yeah. in the cloud somewhere. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can work with this person. I feel like we have, you know, and I think that's a really big thing where a lot of people fall off because I know when I hire people, Absolutely. whether through Upwork or wherever it is, I post something and, you know, even within the text, you say, hey, in the subject line, put this word. 90% of people don't read the whole thing to even just, no, you know what I mean? No, it's surprising. It's very surprising. Yeah. And then when you get on a call with them, like, or when you when you don't answer them, they keep just sending you the same message, the same message. I'm like, dude, you just, really, you just missed the, missed the complete, like, opportunity right there. Yeah, I really noticed the same. Um, but yeah, it's all about human interaction. It's it's coming really important part of like selling as well to have that like personal relationship with your client and prospects. It's incredibly important, exactly. especially because we are now being bombed from like every single direction: texts, calls, emails. You know, you know, social media and all of that. We are getting bombed with thousands of micro messages every single day exactly. without we like noticing. Um, so it's really crucially important that you form those very personal re- relationship with your clients, like we have. But I think what we have also is that we have genuine friendship, which I really right. enjoy. Like, I remember when we had our first call and I said, you know what? I don't think this project is for me. I was honest. Like, I don't think this is what I do. But then, I don't know, there was just something in you. And I was like, I had to come back to you. I have to make this work. I want to work this person. There's just something I just cannot, like, put my finger to it. But there's just something in you that I, I, I just have to have to work with you i'm just so glad that i'm here now <laughs> i appreciate that. that that's like the that's the nicest and most meaningful thing that um anybody could receive and so i really appreciate that because i felt the same exact thing i uh, and uh, transparently speaking you were one of two people and i didn't even email the second person or uh, or reach out to the second person and I had them like I created like a little side list like I take the profile and I link it and just to be like hey these are the kind of people on my short list or whatever it is you were the first person you answered pretty quickly and then when you were like ah I don't know if this is the right thing for me I'm like damn okay now I have to go back to the drawing board do I have to do this myself (laughs) maybe and then you send me an email you're like I really want to make this work but here's how I have to sort of like fandangle this because I think there's a sense of like time restriction and i have other Mm -hmm. things going on and all this and just even receiving that email i was just like man if you can even give me 10 hours a week of your time i would be way further along than than me like even spending 30 hours of my own time and and again that changed absolutely everything for me but it was that that moment when we got on a call we got to connect and i just really felt like 
not only did you know you, what you were talking about, but you had a sense of, hey, this is this is what I do. Here's where I where I yeah. shine, and this is how I can you know potentially help you. But this is not the yeah. type of project I technically take on. And it was just it was awesome. And I'm I'm till this day I'm very very grateful and thankful for the fact that you took a took a chance on me because I mean it could you know you you I'm sure you've uh, had other opportunities and different things and maybe it worked out maybe it didn't but um, I'm just thankful that you you took that opportunity to to work together. Well, thanks for the fun project. It really turned out super fun. Even I was very skeptical first. Like I never produced a podcast before. Right. This is not really what we do. We manage social social media or email marketing or or do branding. But I never done podcast was like well i can give it a try what's the worst thing that can happen exactly really? exactly <laughs> what's the worst thing that can happen the worst thing that can happen is that i have to admit that i'm sorry i i just don't feel that i'm good fit i'm sorry i feel that i just I'm not doing my job right. Exactly. You know, that's the worst thing that can happen. And and there's no you hard have feelings to take there. The chance. And there's no, no hard feelings there. Yeah, no, absolutely not. So uh, I never asked this, but why did you end up hiring me? This is a really interesting question. Be, uh, because that that message that you sent after the fact, like talking to you was one one sort of like checkbox. And I was like, okay, this person got on a call. They weren't hesitating about anything. And then it was that second message where I literally felt through an email that you were like, Hey, like, I really want to do this. And you gave me an honest rundown. Hey, I just don't have enough time right now. I can bring somebody else on. We can sort of split the job this way or whatever it is. And that to me was like, this person is not, they're not trying to brute force this. But I feel a sense of like passion there that they actually want to help out. And to me, that was everything. And you know what? Uh, When we were talking about branding and everything else, I didn't I didn't see any of your previous work. I didn't see anything. I just no, none of it. I just literally went off of the energy that I got from that call and that email. And I'm like, we're going to figure this out together. Like this is not even what she brings. Oh, my God. I never saw anything that you did before that. Oh, that's really interesting. So, well, you could say that it's definitely, you know, the energy that that you put out could help you to get hired for for jobs. Um, And just an attitude uh, that's also has been like very super important to our clients as well, to be flexible. Mm -hmm. I know this is a topic we talk uh, a lot about uh, before as well, how important it is to be flexible. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. there are also, um, um, I feel that's a mistake that lots of agencies do. That's a mistake what which I did also when I, I was running my first business is that I pretended or I thought that I knew everything. So I hogged like wrong types of mm-hmm. uh, projects and I tried to do everything by myself. Yeah. And like lots of project ended up really badly or some of them worked and I learned something, um, which is definitely what entrepreneurship is as well, but that's not something that you should hand out to your customer. Stick to that with what you're good about, you know, just recognize what you are good in or good at and, um, you know, then slowly start uh, learning more on the go and then increase your services um, services selection or, or hire more people who know the stuff you don't. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and, and hiring people that are in one way or another um, 
I know the probably the wrong word, but like smarter and brighter and, you know, are willing to challenge you. Like I never enjoyed yeah. hiring somebody that I didn't learn from when I have to babysit somebody or I have to handhold somebody for the wrong oh reasons. Gosh. I mean, there's good, there's yeah. good, there's good in that, right? Like somebody's coming yeah. to you and Hey, how, how can I do this? What can I do better? That actually challenges me to now become somebody that's like, oh, wow, I can actually teach this person something or I can, mm -hmm. you know, help them. And then when they take that and next time that similar or same problem comes up, they just know how to deal with it. And they don't yeah. have to. That to me is like the the that that's the proactivity and the ownership piece of it that I always preach to everybody. It's like if you can yeah, be proactive absolutely. about asking, you could be proactive about doing you. You, you have all my confidence at that point. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's all cool. But yeah, babysitting and going after I've never been fan of micromanaging or anything mm -hmm. like that. Um, as I know, um, everybody is hired as contractors. I believe that's pretty similar to your agency yes, as well. Yes. And yeah, I'm very encouraging um, towards that as well. You know what? I'm, I'm there to offer any coaching or any help. Like, okay, I I know, for example, we have two people who want to start freelancing and taking their own clients. So I'm trying to help them to map out their opportunities and teach them how I did it. Yeah. So I'm there, like, because it's not a loss for me. I don't see it as a loss no. if, if my uh, employees, I hate saying employees, yeah. team members uh learn to do something on their own and then they found find a million million dollar business that's fucking awesome yeah and and you know and you know where that go for it exactly and and one way or another whether you care about it or not that's always going to trickle back down to you whether it's just a simple yes. hey thank you for helping me yeah or thank you for doing this look what i've been able to build i mean that's exactly. literally that that's what fulfills my heart and that's why i'm on this you know, you can call it a mission, but it's just like my life, like what, how I look at it is like, I just want to help as many people as possible. Like I went, through, I went yeah. through so, like you said, we talked about all the mistakes and everything and failing and all this other stuff. But like, those are really just like lessons that you learn, you wasted time and money and you learned it and all this other stuff. And then you simply take that and you say, Hey, listen, I've already done that. You don't need to repeat those same yeah. steps. Here's sort of the let's call it a framework, like a, like a plan, like a mini plan for you to not, not do at least those things. You're going to make your own mistakes, but here's sort of this like oh, five-step yeah. process that will avoid, you know, 50% of the work that you don't ever have to do again. Yeah. Yeah. It's still surprising how many people don't actually read this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or apply, apply to their, uh, you know, journey. It's, um, I used to be one of those people mm -hmm. when I was young, cause I was like, well, it's a piece of garbage. I'm going to just do it on my own. I'm going to do my own thing. You know, you get the confidence when you start. Yeah. Yeah. You're really confident. Yeah. No, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. So what's uh, what's um, going forward? Like what sort of services um, in, 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 in your journey at the moment? I know we have a lot of stuff going on, but are you guys oh, yeah. expanding any of your services in your agency at the moment? Or are you kind of just sticking to a lot of the stuff that you've been doing? Are you like, do you have any sort of, I guess you call, you can call it predictions, but like where things are moving and how, you know, you can get a little bit ahead of the game to, you know, maybe it's a new cycle of clients or whatever it is. Like, I'd love to know what, how, how you're thinking about that. 
Yeah, so as an agency, we are brand new because, as I mentioned, I've been sole trader for a couple of years and I registered the limited company in um, end of April. So the company itself is maybe four months old, Mm -hmm. but I enrolled all the customers that I had as a sole trader to this new business. Um, So we have lots of opportunities and growth. I I can definitely see growth. Um, The times in general are pretty tough around the world, and that can be seen at our end as well. But because we are a full service agency, there's always something to do, whether right. it's SEO. SEO is a service that lots of our clients have been asking a lot lately, so, so social media. So, for example, um, we haven't had too many branding clients, which I would love to do more as a, as a brand designer. Um, but we had had lots of op- other opportunities in the other areas. So there's pretty much awful a lot of work for us um what we are really wanting to focus and we'll be focusing is emotional intelligence and empathy talking more about empathy and the importance of that um so that's hopefully something i get to give my ted talk about yeah. one day yes emotional intelligence and empathy whether it's in marketing or, or leadership or so on so yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, I think the the next thing is uh, you, you you have to write a book. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I really I really should. Like yeah. I know this. We are we are running short on time. This uh, one episode didn't even cover everything that I wanted to talk about or you wanted to talk about. Probably <laughs> so much to talk about. We'll have yeah, we'll have a um, few more of these. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I'll have I'll have everything in 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 my book. So we're gonna just create. You <laughs> know what we need to do? Years. We need to. We're now in season two of the podcast. I think we need to create a whole season where it's just me and you going about these different topics. Oh my god! It could be what is in our brains. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Because I keep thinking that every time you throw some crazy ideas at me, and you're just just hear me out. And it's like, oh my god, what now? <laughs> You're not, Do I want to be part of this? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, and and that's and that's always like my approach because I've kind of uh, you know had to uh, you know I, I had to control that part of like sort of my brain because in the beginning when I first started my agency and we were making good money and there was a lot of profit and I was just like oh guys there's there's this thing and we got to do it tomorrow and I was just like dude can you fucking stop with all these ideas and I'm just like no 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 guys you don't understand like this needs to move like we need to keep going and so at one point I was like dude you need to chill the fuck out a little bit like you need to present it I in know, a different that's way our relationship yeah, yeah 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 like you need to present it differently you need to not be like hey we need to do this be like are you guys interested in doing this and then it's like no we're not okay I'm going to go find somebody that is and then we're going to just still do it but it's okay if you don't want to do it that's that's completely fine <laughs> yeah yeah for sure that has been our relationship as well during this podcast yeah. and and um not doing this podcast, but uh, doing the project yeah. and other projects, you just keep bombarding me with my idea, yeah. your ideas, and I'm like, okay, just just calm down. Let's take this the one step at a time, and you're already like going like miles per yeah. hour. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
That's just I a, want to done. I want to get this done yesterday. Yeah, it's 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 <laughs> insane because like I I and so that's the that's the kind of the crazy part too, right? Is like when I do that, that comes off that like I had the idea five seconds ago and I need to get it there, but it's something that I've actually been marinating <laughs> yeah. in my brain for maybe a couple of weeks, maybe a month or whatever. I mean, even some of these apps that I'm building at like my studio agency, right? Like yeah. it's one of these things where I've, I, they all seem like they need to get done yesterday, but this is actually stuff that I've planted the seed in somebody said, whether it's my yeah. developer, whoever it is and be like, Hey, there's, I have this idea. And then they kind of forget about it. And I'm like, Hey, remember that idea? Like it still hasn't been done by anybody. We should probably tap into it because it solves one of my problems and yeah. it solves like five other people's problems. So let's just go with that. And then they're just like, Oh yeah, you, you did say that you did say that. And then when we build it, they're like, that was actually a really good idea. And I'm like, Listen, yeah. I'm I'm not looking to just build anything, but I have problems that I need solved and <laughs> software does that for me in certain yeah. you know cases. And so why why not build it? Like we have all the resources that we absolutely need to be able to do this. Yeah, absolutely. And that has been like beauty of our partnership as well that there's a balance yeah. you know i calm you down a little bit like let's take a step back and see where we need to start from when i start mapping it out for you right we need to done this one and this one and this one before things can can move move forward and yeah. you know like it's been um, really, really fun to work with you. And I think we also, you know, I also give you some ideas and, and it's, yeah, it's yeah, great. It's, it's a beautiful partnership. Absolutely. And and even some <laughs> of the stuff like uh, we were talking about, like some of those direct to consumer brands and things like that we want to do. Yeah. And you're like, okay, we need to do a little bit of the research here. And I'm like, already done. Check that box. Already done here. <laughs> I already have this, like the product is there, like all these things. You're just like, Oh shit. Okay. Um, yeah, we should probably now like think about this. Like, nope, I, I already started yeah. that. Here's the document. Here's this. And you're just like, yeah. Oh fuck, you've already been doing this. Now I feel like I have to run. So it's just one of those things where I try to now yeah. become a little bit more prepared if you want to say it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I really appreciate that. Cause especially also when we started with the podcast, there was like nothing. So I went, I really wanted to you to think why you are doing this, uh -huh. why you are doing this podcast. What is the purpose? And that's also like what you have to think with your companies, uh, whether you are starting a company or you've been like five years in, you sometimes have to just stop and just think, what am I doing and why am I doing this for? Like you have to find your why because that why will help you uh, through your difficult times, but it will also help you, uh, not help you, but everyone else to get on board with you if you have a clear why. Exactly. Why you're doing something. Exactly. And my why now has changed as well because before it was like why was, you know, I, I want to start this to help you know, uh, Shopify merchants do better or whatever it is. But now my why has changed and like, no, I just simply want to not only solve problems, but I want to help people. That's why I do it. Like I want to yeah. share and pay it forward so that the next person can do the same thing. It's like the simple, it's, it's the, it's a very simple thing of like, I do this all the time. We go through, for example, like a toll road on, a, on like a highway or whatever. And I have this like whole thing, you know, you have to pay like $5, $10 or whatever it is. And uh, Armin always thinks this is like 
whoa, I never thought about doing that. It's like, I always end up paying for the person behind me as well, who's in the other car. Oh, that's so nice. It's just, and that's always been sort of this mentality. And then like, they come up and they'll like speed by me and be like, thank you. And I was like, hey, just <laughs> next time do the same thing for somebody else and keep Pay that. Pay forward. Exactly. And yeah. I, and that's always been my mentality. And so, um, yeah, it's just. But just for fun, after we are finished, uh, fi- uh, Filming, not filming. filming. Well, we are filming. We are filming. (laughs) We are filming, (laughs) but recording this episode just for lols. Go take a look at the folder with your mission statement and all of that. Your why hasn't changed. It hasn't been there all this time. I and and see that's the that's the beautiful part about it. And so thankful that you made me do that. And it really (laughs) made me start using part of my brain that I never really thought about because I was, you know, it was like me running on a treadmill and somebody trying to pull me off and be like, hey, you should take a break. I'm like, no, 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 I'm fucking running. Like I'm going type of thing. And that pulled me off, gave me a sense. And yeah. I was like, oh shit, I understand. When everything came together with the brand and everything like that, it all made sense at that point. I just it didn't all see made it. Sense. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was gonna tell you what we what I think we need to uh start doing at some point. I know we've talked about it, is to get a lot of these you know, videos and different things like out on YouTube, because I've been absolutely, it's one of these things where I, I myself, you know, I like listening to podcasts, but sometimes just getting that video in front of you, even if it's on Spotify, like Spotify even has like a video thing, like, yeah, just seeing the person and how they think, like, for example, like Joe Rogan had Elon Musk, there's a difference between listening to that podcast and watching that podcast. You see Absolutely. the guy's brain sort of just clicking differently. His yeah. mentality, his his mannerisms, his everything about it is just very different than if you're just sitting in the car, you're driving and you're listening to this podcast because you're just like, why did he take a, such a pause? But in the video, it's like, no, the guy's really thinking about what he wants to say because, yeah. you know, there's real problems that he's solving. So, um, yeah, I, I'd love to get that out there because I think that gives a different dynamic to the whole to the whole system. Absolutely. And anyone, any fans out there is that we are going to roll out some YouTube clips soon. Yeah. Um, so keep an eye on that. It will be all in the newsletter as any anything that comes out. Um, maybe cool merch would be released soon. Wink, wink. Wink, um, wink. No any, <laughs> <laughs> no any dates given just yet, but we have lots of uh, cool stuff yeah. cooking. So uh, definitely keep an eye eyes on the, the newsletter as well. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I know we're uh, running running short on time here. Oh, we, uh, are run- we are running on overtime. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're overdrive right now. Uh, no, I we just, are. I, just uh, I really, really, uh, I mean, there's a, there's a part two coming to this very, very soon. I can tell you that right now. There is? Uh, yeah, there, there is. There, I'm some... already booked in. <laughs> yeah, know. you're already, there's... yeah. <laughs> As a project manager, I'm shocked. I had no idea. <laughs> Surprise! Don't be informed. Oh, wow. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> um, but no, I really appreciate this. Uh, just awesome, honest, transparent, and and energy driven conversation. I think um, I, I enjoyed these more than anything. And and there's no you know specific Likewise. topic. There's no script. There's nothing. It's just you know two humans that 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 just think alike in certain sense and, you know, just want to help other people. And and I think that's at the end of the day is the best fucking way to do it. Because you don't know if, you know, 
either of us managed to say something that is really inspiring or new information or whatever, even though I felt that this was, this was a really casual conversation. Yeah. Uh, but maybe, maybe it helps somebody. You, you never know. That's the thing. You have to, you know, put it all out and just see what it does. I, I truly believe um, that sharing is caring. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm on the same thing. And I think that's a, that's a great place to uh, to um, kind of wrap this up. But uh, what, can you yes. can you spell out and kind of give anybody that wants to like follow your agency or check in for branding yeah. or whatever it is? Like, I'd love to just help anybody, you know, because you did such a oh, terrific yeah. job with all the stuff that I've seen you do for my stuff, everything. So if anyone else can benefit from from the amazing work that you do, please share that. Thank with you so much. So we are on all social channels. Uh, our agency is called Ainoa.agency. So it's A-I-N-O-A. It means the only one in Finnish. And it's really, I think it really captivates that, you know, that you are only one as, as a client and a customer. You are unique so I know dot agency. I love it. And there, you know, the, the agency profile is on Instagram and, and Twitter and all of these things. So uh, go yeah, follow, go, go do all the, all yeah. the things that need to be done. Yeah. So check out our cool websites as yeah, well. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cool. Uh, Sala, it, uh, it was a pleasure and I will be checking in with you uh, probably shortly after I go do Things. Right after this podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I appreciate it. I'm going to ping you. I appreciate it. See, what about this one? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, I can't wait for this to come out. Um, hopefully we can get this out ASAP next week or something like that. But thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everything. And uh, I don't thank think there's you. enough thank yous I can give you at the moment. No, likewise. Thank you so much for having me. Alrighty. Have a good one, Sal. I'll talk to you shortly. You too. Thank you. Well, you made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for tuning into What Is My Brain podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you got some value out of it. Make sure you hit the subscribe button or the follow button to get notified when new episodes are live. I'm out. Thank you.